you're now tuned in to another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, covering every topic in the world of gaming that we can think of. Gaming is our passion, and podcasting is our profession. Celeb and Bolt's podcasting since 2011. The Second Opinion Podcast starts now. What's going on, guys? It is Celeb back, finally, again, on the Second Opinion Podcast. As you can tell, my voice is uh, suffering right now. Um, the change of weather and so on and so forth has definitely uh, caused a little bit of an issue when it comes down to me talking, but that does not hold me back from bringing the Second Opinion podcast back, baby. Now, before, I would have to say it came down to work and came down to me being too tired to get the podcast done, but... Over the years, one of the issues that we have had is that some of the hardware that I had recording the podcast was not always the best. I can't agree. I was using a a computer that I got back in 2012, and I have to say, for the longest time, it did eventually start to give me a lot of problems. So that comes down to recording an entire episode and it just being lost or it being choppy, it not recording properly. But now I have the equipment that I need to roll out the podcast. So we are back and I hope you guys are ecstatic because I'm telling you now with a PC setup that I have now, I should be able to not only just make podcasts and more constant video creation, but I should also be able to get the live streaming back underway. I'm very excited about that. I uh, have a awesome PC. Now, it does have a graphics card that's a little bit older. It's got a, a RTX. Um, it has an RTX 2060 in it, uh, and it has an i5 processor, but that is more than enough for me to continue to do some amazing content for you guys and it's very easy for me to update this pc Uh, eventually i'll get a uh, 3060 or 3080 and an i7 processor better memory and it's going to be so easy for me to continuously upgrade the hardware that we're using to make content for you guys so i am ecstatic to be here today with that said let's go ahead and get right down into this episode. So, like I said, my PC died, okay? So there's not really much I can do about that at all. Um, And not only did my PC die, but I just started a new job. So um, some of you guys know that I am uh, a butcher in um, my main job. But I just started working at this amazing store called Fresh, and... uh, I'm very excited to work there. Uh, It's a little bit longer hours, but it's much better income. And um, that will not only um, help me, that will not only help me fund stuff with a second opinion podcast, but it'll help my personal life as well. I'm just so ecstatic, man. I'm super blessed to have what I have and do what I do. But with that said, this new PC setup, I got to give a big shout out to my uncle. Uncle Chris, he wanted to help fund the second opinion process and uh, help 
find this PC with me and helped um, fund this PC. So um, it's an awesome PC, man. All together, it was right at $2,000, uh, but uh, it was a really great PC setup. I got this MSI 144 hertz screen, um, and I'm just so ecstatic, dude. I'm so ecstatic to have such an awesome setup now. And uh, really be able to just jump back into content creation for you guys. So, what have we been gaming? So, I haven't really had a big chance to sit down and do a lot of gaming recently. But the times that I have been able to game, I've been playing a lot of Sackboy's Big Adventure with my daughter. She keeps calling it Pac-Man for some reason. I don't know why. But... She has a lot of fun with it, and uh, I'm so excited to finally get to that point of being able to play video games with her. Um, and I'm sure eventually, you know, Dante's going to be in the same, same, uh, you know, realm. He's going to be playing a lot of video games too, and I'm just going to support him on it. Let's play video games together. Um, I've also I have played. Let me think about this for a second. Um, I have been playing Madden. Uh, the reason why I've been playing a lot of Madden, of course, is because the NFL season is coming to a close. Uh, the Cowboys did lose to the 49ers, which I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Uh, most of the NFC uh, teams that, that the Cowboys were playing against, we were dominating. And then, of course, playing the AFC teams, we did do a little bit worse. So... Uh, playing against the 49ers, it was a rivalry game. And the 49ers, you know, they're a good team. So I do have to say, um, even though the Cowboys lost, I am uh, excited to see uh, what is coming uh, for the Super Bowl this year. Who do you think is going to play in the Super Bowl? And with that being said, I've been playing a lot of Madden. But I've also really hadn't had a lot of time to sit down and watch some of these games. So before... The games play out. I've been coming home real late. And what I've been doing is I'll turn on Madden and I'll, you know, have it towards these teams playing against each other. And then it's just the computer playing. Um, and I'll just sit there and watch the Madden AI play against each other. I know that's super sad, but um, I did get a chance to sit down and play some more Death Stranding the other day. Um, and I tried to jump into. Uh, tried to jump into some uh, Battlefield 2042, but I was real, way too tired. I did re-download uh, Star Wars Battlefront uh, 2 and was playing some of that. And I played the classic Battlefront 2 on my PC the other day. So um, it was pretty awesome. And I was very ecstatic to jump back into that old school game. There were so many people playing. It was ridiculous. I did not expect that many people to be in these lobbies, but... Um, what have I been watching? God, what was the last time I even talked to you guys about what I've been, um, tuning into, but you know, I did see the new Spider-Man and it was fantastic. Um, and I gotta say the matrix, um, resurrections was somewhat of a disappointment. It was fun. Um, and I liked the storyline, but there wasn't as much like, full-on action that I really expected. I mean, the action that was in there was good. The CGI was good, and it was a, a good way of kind of ending the saga. But at the same time, it was, um, I don't know. It was a good movie, but I, I would probably say I give it like a 
8.5 out of 5. Like, it's not the best movie, uh, but it is um, enjoyable. Spider-Man um, was just unbelievable. Spider-Man was everything I could have asked for out of a Spider-Man movie. It was a great way of ending that that um, that saga of the Spider-Man tales. Now, they did say that uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire may be reprising their roles in these upcoming um some upcoming uh, Spider-Man uh, trilogies. And Tom Holland, of course, I think at this point in time, he has signed on to do more Spider-Man movies. And then lastly, of course, I have been watching the book of Boba. And man, let me tell you something. That show right there is phenomenal. It's really, really good. If you haven't had a chance to watch these episodes, I'm telling you, watch it. If you're as much as a Boba Fett fan as I am, Boba Fett was is like OG... He is the guy to um, he is the guy to follow if you know what I'm saying. But uh, Boba Fett is the uh, epitome of a badass in the Star Wars um, in the Star Wars universe, and I just can't wait to see how this season ends. It gets me even more excited about um, you know the continuation of the Mandalorian series and where they're going to go with that. So. Um, with that said, let's stop talking about shows and let's start talking about gaming. So gaming news, um, this week is somewhat light, but we do have some big heavy hitters to really talk about. This is more or less going to be a show to where we talk about a couple of things. Uh, I really kind of share my opinions on some stuff. Eventually we're going to get back into old school second opinion podcast uh, episode styles. We're going to have guests. We're going to have more people on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to start reaching out to some people and trying to get some interviews set up. And uh, I am very excited to start doing this again, guys, if, if you haven't realized. So first off, the PlayStation wrap-up report is now available. So head on over to PlayStation wrap-up on the the PlayStation blog or wrapup.playstation.com. Sign in and you can check out your PlayStation 2021 wrap-up. So mine was pretty cool. 955 hours of total gaming. 900 and 55 hours of total gaming. Now, I had 665 hours of time spent in PlayStation 5 titles. Um, and I would say, what is it? 290 on PS4 titles. And it says total days played 288 out of 365 days last year. I played video games. So if you don't think I play video games, you're sorely wrong. Now, last year, I played 47 total games. One of the top games that I played last year was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. I spent 190 hours in that, which is crazy. 111 hours in Warzone, 81 hours in Fortnite, 58 hours in Madden 22, and 38 hours in Battlefield 5. So it says that I earned a total of 413 new trophies. Um, lastly, let's see what a year it says that I got, uh, this year you added 27 monthly PlayStation plus games. So that's a good thing. That's pretty cool. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. In total. Let's see. Let's see what the trophies are. I'm not a big platinum guy. So 
Don't expect me to have like all these platinum trophies and stuff like that because I don't. Um, <laughs> 377 bronze, 58 silver, 17 gold. It says I have one platinum. I don't know what I platinumed last year. I have no clue. Um, but I guess I platinum something and I didn't even realize it. Um, but anyway, so when you do this, you do get to unlock these really cool um, avatars uh, or, you know, profile pictures for your PlayStation Network. So definitely make sure to check it out. Uh, it is a really, really cool uh, thing that they do. I think Xbox has had their wrap up already as well. So definitely make sure to check that out. Now, if you are <clears throat> listening to this podcast and hear music in the background. Uh, this music is provided by Artlist.io. And Peter Spacey is the uh, creator of this song, and it's called Future Groove. Um, got a song license right over there. So if you are looking for music for your podcast or for your videos, head on over to Artlist.io and set up a profile. Uh, you pay a monthly fee or you can pay a yearly fee. And then you can get song license and have really fantastic music playing on your podcast, on your YouTube, on your TikToks or whatever by easily getting these songs, setting up a subscription, and then having your song license set up. Now you do have to have your uh, you do have to have uh, your um, social media um, linked to it. So I have like my second opinion podcast. I have the uh, my Instagram account, my Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok linked to this. So if they do go to do a copyright claim on uh, one of your things, you do have a song license because it is all linked. But it is best to also credit the uh credit the song artists and so on and so forth in your videos so definitely make sure to check that out ahead of time before you start using the service but i am excited to be using them and having some amazing music playing in the background while you're listening to my horrible voice so next up xbox game pass has added some new games and i am very excited to jump down into it so um, they have, I don't even know if I'm going to say this right, Dan Gonronpa, Dan Garopa Trigger Happy Havoc Anniversary Edition is available for console, PC, and cloud January 18th. Uh, we got Death Door, which is coming to cloud, PC, and console January 20th. Hitman Trilogy, console, PC, and cloud January 20th. Nobody Saves the World, console, PC, and cloud on the 18th. Uh, Paparazzi, uh, <laughs> to be announced. I don't know when that's coming, uh, but it will eventually, I guess. Um, that, that's crazy that they announced it. It says, oh, it just says coming soon. Whatever. Um, that's coming soon to PC, uh, console, and cloud. Uh, <laughs> Rainbow Six Extraction is now available on console, PC, and cloud so if you get a chance definitely make sure to check that out rainbow six siege deluxe edition is available for pc um and then you got tokina uh, toki no Tats tatsuchi the drum master on console and pc to be announced i don't know if anybody's really excited about that but you never know you never know somebody that could have just made somebody's day um but <laughs> 
Um, I am excited to check out Rainbow Six Extraction. I'm going to try to sit down today and record a video on my PC for the first time. So we'll see how that's going to play out. But with that being said, um, I am excited to see where that's going to where that's going to take the Rainbow Six uh, franchise. If Extraction is just going to be a one-hit wonder, or maybe we'll see more in the long run. But I know Rainbow Six, uh, Rainbow Six Siege is a very big game, very good game. Um, I know I have a friend, George, who's probably listening to this right now, and he might have PTSD when I say it, but he was pretty addicted to the game from what he, he tells me. But um, that's neither here or there. We won't bring that up, George. Um, but anyways, so I am excited to, to play that today. Very much. So I totally forgot that was coming out on the 20th. Um, really big news right here, guys. And this is going to be a little bit more in depth. So the Lego star Wars Skywalker saga has not only come out with a new gameplay overview trailer, but it has officially been announced that the game is finally releasing on April 5th. The game will come out on PlayStation 5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. So this game is huge. It is all nine films. You can literally choose whichever film you want to start out with, play however you want, and do all kinds of stuff. So in this little bit of information that I got from GameInformer.com, Players can traverse space using the galaxy map on their hollow projector to chart their course through the saga, progressively unlocking planets uh, to explore along the way. During your space travels, players may engage in heroic dogfights against enemy ships, piloting legendary vehicles like the Millennium Falcon, Imperial TIE Fighter, Rebel X-Wing, and many more. Um, which is really awesome. It says once they reach their de destination, players can choose to either continue onward in their main mission or explore and discover exciting quests and puzzles within the galaxy. Players set on exploring every nook and cranny can do so by finding kyber bricks uh, that unlock new features and upgrade abilities. Um, for character classes like the Jedi, Hero, Dark Side, Villain, Scavenger, uh, bounty hunter droid and protocol droid uh, these classes and many more make up over 300 playable characters that can be unlocked in the star wars skywalker saga game lego lego star wars the skywalker saga is available now for digital pre-order consumers that digitally pre-order this game will receive early access to the trooper character pack on launch day this pack will be available a month after launch um, and is pretty cool. Digital buyers can also unlock the classic Obi-Wan Kenobi playable character that is not available for purchase. The physical version and deluxe version will include an exclusive Lego minifigure, Luke Skywalker with blue milk. Blue milk, everyone. Whoop-de-doo. Anyways, so huge, 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 huge. I'm very, very, very excited about this. I cannot tell you guys enough how excited I am to play this game. The gameplay and everything in Skywalker Saga has been completely revamped and rebuilt from the ground up. So instead of it feeling like the old school Skywalker or old school Lego games where it's kind of like really over the top and, you know, it's not that I hated it. 
It's just that I hated it. Uh, this one is going to feel more like an action game and a role-player action-adventure. So you literally are going to be able to do whatever you want to. You can fly all over the place. You can start your missions. Or you can discover all different types of secrets in these uh, planets. You can visit everywhere. You can play all nine films. And then there is DLC that is coming to this game as well. Now, Jay Shockblast, a good friend of mine that has a YouTube page, uh, Shockblast, make sure to check him out, Jay Shockblast, um, is very excited, of course, about these games and what they pertain to. Uh, and that is, of course, you, uh, Lego. I keep saying YouTube. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, but anyways, so with this DLC, I want you guys to understand something. Not only will this game already be a massive, massive Lego game, but it will also pertain to it'll also pertain to some of the side movies and all that other stuff that we have not really had a chance to play. So uh, the character collection is what it's called, and this is a seven character pack. Okay, so. It has The Mandalorian Season 1, Season 2, The Bad Batch, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Classic Characters, Solo, uh, Solo, A Star Wars Story, and Trooper Pack. Now, this is just a character pack, but I would be very, very shocked if that eventually, you know, in the coming, you know, year, that they did not make this a active uh, DLC pack. Now, mind you... The one bad thing about this is that TT Games is in crunch time. So the developers are having to deal with crunch time, which is always awful. So they're having to work countless hours to get this game put out. They have been working on the game for about five years now. Um, and I'm sure they just want to get the game out as soon as they possibly can. But with that said, uh, there is a lot of times that um, crunch time happens in the games industry, just like uh, most other uh, industries that I've worked in in retail. There's a lot of times that you have to work countless hours to get some of this stuff done, and it is very tough. So we do need to think about the developers and think of what they're going through right now to get this game out and about into players' hands as soon as they possibly can. So uh, I am very excited Four Legos, Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. I think everybody at Cinelinks has decided about this just as well as I am. And I just can't wait to play this game. I can't wait to play this game by myself. I can't wait to play this game with my wife. I'm sure she's going to sit there and play it until she has everything unlocked because that's just the type of person that she is when it comes down to Lego games. So, lastly... As I said, this is a short kind of update episode. I don't really have a ton of news to talk about, but I do have some opinions to give. Microsoft has acquired Activision Blizzard for over $68 billion, right at $70 billion, which is nuts. I mean, nuts. Years and years and years. Microsoft has talked about this on a continuous basis of how they were going to stretch out their company and they were going to buy new studios on a constant basis. And I really do think some people kind of were remiss with this and they were just like, 
We'll see what they're going to buy. So we already had them buy Zenimax Bethesda last year for $7.5 billion, which was huge, making most of the Bethesda titles out there eventually all exclusive on Xbox. So Starfield is for sure going to be exclusive on Xbox, no question. Um, I'm pretty sure they've already made that official. Uh, but either way, it is a huge, huge win for Xbox with this purchase. So what did, what, what does this mean? That's the biggest thing. What does this mean? There's probably some people, I know there's some new listeners, um, for my new job that are listening to this. So let's talk about what this means. All right. Activision has been purchased by Xbox game studios. So that means that they are now fully under the umbrella of Xbox, Activision Publishing, Bethesda, uh, or Bethesda, Blizzard Entertainment, Beanox, Demonware, Digital Legends, High Moon Studios, Infinity Ward, King, which is the uh, mobile developer of Candy Crush, um, and some of the largest mobile games out there. Uh, Major League Gaming, Radical Entertainment, Raven Software, Sledgehammer Games, Toy for Bob's, uh, Toys for Bob, uh, Treyarch, and more. So this is some of the biggest acquisitions we have ever seen in the history of the games industry. Some of the largest games out there that are owned by Activision, of course, are Diablo, World of Warcraft, uh, Starcraft, Overwatch, Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, all these IPs are now officially, technically, as of the beginning of 2023, exclusive to Microsoft. Think about that for a second. You're, you're talking about not only are all the games that Microsoft already has theirs, not only is every Bethesda title that has ever been created at this point in time now officially xboxes but now diablo call of duty world of warcraft overwatch crash bandicoot spyro it's huge this is huge i mean this is one of the biggest gaming news things we've ever heard of i mean honestly it's it's nuts and I don't know, I don't know how gamers are going to react to this. Now, I do know how gamers are going to react to this. PlayStation gamers and, you know, anybody out there that is a very single console person is going to be very upset. Um, but what do you expect? I mean, what do you expect? Here's a list of all the IPs that Activision or that Xbox now owns. Blur, Caesar, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Crash Bandicoot, Diablo, DJ Hero, Empire Earth, Gabriel Knight, Geometry Wars, Guitar Hero. <laughs> they fucking own Guitar Hero. I mean, that's fucking huge. Gun, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Hexen, Interstate 76, uh, King's Quest, The Lost Vikings, uh, Overwatch, um, Laura Bow's Mysteries, whatever the hell that is, um, <laughs> Pitfall, Police Quest, Prototype, uh, Quest for Glory, uh, Singularity, Skylanders. They own the Skylanders 
I mean, fuck. The Skylanders isn't even that big of a deal anymore, and it's now a big deal. Space Quest, <laughs> Soldier of Fortune, Spyro the Dragon, StarCraft, um, Tenchu, Legacy Games, uh, one of their games that they've done forever, Time Shift, they own fucking Time Shift, True Crime, World of Warcraft, Zork, and Tony Prohawk, uh, Tony Prohawk, Tony Prohawk, Tony Prohawk is now owned by Xbox. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. So these games are all now owned by Xbox. Is that not crazy? Not only are those games owned by Xbox, but then you got to think they just purchased Bethesda. And Bethesda, oh, I mean, they've created some of the largest IPs of all time. I mean, the Elder Scrolls. I mean, God. Think about that. They have the Elder Scrolls and World of Warcraft all under their umbrella. They have now, not only do they have single-player games, but now they own two of the largest MMOs out there. (laughs) It's nuts. They own Diablo. They own World of Warcraft. They own the Elder Scrolls Online. I mean, this is nuts, bro. This is nuts. Heroes of the Storm. Wow, man. It's so crazy. StarCraft. I can't even forget about StarCraft. But still, it's a huge, huge thing. Huge. I mean, they own Bethesda. They own Activision. And it would not surprise me that if eventually they bought another company. Because they are a trillion dollar company that is all about bringing more and more games to Xbox Game Pass. Oh my God, bro. Any PC game out there that Activision has ever made would not surprise me if these games all popped up on Game Pass. No question. I mean, World of Warcraft. I don't even know if World of Warcraft is like free to download or what, but like Diablo. Dude, it's not even a question. The new Diablo is going to be on Xbox Game Pass without a doubt. Um, and I could totally see them bringing back Guitar Hero. I could see them making like a continuation of Crash Bandicoot. Um, I could see them bringing back Pitfall. I mean, they own all of them. They can do whatever the hell they want to. They're going to make Overwatch eventually Xbox, uh, Xbox exclusive, like Xbox PC, no question. But so with that said, okay, this has been a very, very big thing. And gamers, of course, around the globe are losing their marbles and freaking out about it. Um, But let's talk about what Phil Spencer has recently said. Okay. He tweeted out yesterday uh, and said, had good calls this week with the leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon the acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. So what does that mean? That means that at this point in time, their intent and their desire is to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation just as well as it being on Xbox and PC. But I'm telling you right now, Don't fuck up, Sony, because they will pull that shit. No, I'm telling you right now that 
um, DLC and all that other stuff. If there was any timed exclusive access um, that was going to happen with the next Call of Duties or anything like that, it's going to go to Xbox. No question. Um, and it really honestly wouldn't surprise me if uh, if it's like a six month or a five month timed exclusive. So um, with that said, though, it seems like Phil Spencer knows the card that he has and that he just played. And he's trying to, you know, he's trying to give Sony some mercy right now. He's trying to really do his best to be a good boss and to be a good leader of his company and be like, hey, listen, you know, I know what we just did, okay? I know we just played the biggest deck of cards that you've ever seen in your entire life. But let's be honest here. You have to have Call of Duty. And <laughs> you have to have Call of Duty. And with that being said, you know, we want to we wanna feature it on your console. Just as long as uh, you're good with us, um, we're good with you. <laughs> so... And it wouldn't surprise me that and like how this is going to play out and how this is going to create um, some type of tension eventually between both of the companies because it is rumored that Sony is working on their own Game Pass subscription service. But this is the difference is that with the acquisition of Activision Blizzard, Sony's market value dropped $20 billion dollars. Um, so it did affect them financially when they decided to acquire <laughs> Activision, but also both of these companies are two completely different sized companies. You know, Microsoft is a trillion dollar company, um, and PlayStation is just a billion dollar company. So Microsoft does have that extra money to go out and buy some of these big ass studios, PlayStation doesn't have the same exact funds. Now, mind you, they could. They can go out and buy some of these smaller studios and make things exclusive on their console. But it seems to me like the dynamic has completely shifted now. That Sony knows and sees what Xbox is doing. And they're like, holy fuck, we need to hold on to our hats and we need to get our shit moving. That's, that's what I hope they're thinking. I hope to God that Sony is like, hey, listen. This is going to be mega. This is huge, and this could really fucking hurt us if we don't play our cards right and do things that we need to do. Because now, Xbox got the ball in their court. I mean, they literally have two mega studios under their umbrella now that will sell consoles. I mean, in, in all definition of the word sell... They can sell consoles now because of the studios that they own, because of them owning uh, Zenimax Bethesda, and because of them owning Activision Blizzard. They could literally sell consoles just because of those acquisitions. All they got to do is make Call of Duty exclusive. Do you think that if they made Call of Duty exclusive, that not every single person that's ever played Call of Duty would not go out and buy an Xbox. Of course they would. If it was a, a, a necessity and it's one of those games that you just have to play every single year, but they don't own an Xbox, no question about it. They would have an Xbox in their house tomorrow. So 
This is mega, this is huge, and this is some of the biggest news in video game history. So what do we expect? I expect Sony to take their time like they do and eventually come out with a service that hopefully will be um, up to par with Game Pass and show their fans and show their consumer bases some form of um some form of how what do I what am I trying to say some form of hey we're still in the game you know what I'm saying some form of confidence with what they're playing with you know what I'm saying because they got some good stuff on the horizon PlayStation VR 2 is coming out hopefully sometime this year and uh it's got updated controls it's going to have better visuals uh all kinds of stuff and then the PlayStation Now service as a whole can easily be turned into an Xbox Game Pass style service. All they have to do is make it to where you can download all the games that are on these services, um, subscribe for a monthly fee of, you know, $99 a month. And then when PlayStation exclusive titles come out, make them free. If you subscribe, you get God of War Rag Ragnarok. You get um horizon forbidden west any playstation exclusive get it on your service i'm telling you guys this is the future of gaming and xbox game pass has just changed everything we know about video games by by making this acquisition i'm telling you right now it will force sony and nintendo to rethink their strategies on things so that's just my opinion and with that being said, this is the end of the 332nd episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. I do appreciate you guys holding out. I appreciate you guys showing me support. And I'm telling you right now, I know I've had empty promises in the past. I know I've let my work schedule get me down. But with that said, this new setup is going to take me to new heights. Peace out. Roll out. Was that fun? Yeah. That was fun. This was another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Check out the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and Cinelinks.com. Also, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast, for tons of gaming content coming soon.